0: Scholar starts somewhere as a podcast written, directed, and edited by high school seniors at a rural high school in Oklahoma. Made possible by Gephi, each episode tackles topics affecting us and communities everywhere. So as Scholars do, let's get started.
1: Hey guys, I'm Taylor Johnson. I'm a junior here at Grove High School and I play soccer and I'm involved with several clubs through school and the community and my church.
2: Hey, I'm Emily Hernandez. I am 17, senior at Grove High School, and I plan to be a early childhood educator.
3: Hey, I'm Colin Craig. I am a senior here at Grove High School. I plan to go to college for baseball and be an engineer afterwards.
0: Hi, I'm Ryan McAbee. I'm 17, and I'm a senior at Grove High School. I play for the high school soccer team, and I plan on playing for the NSU team in college.
4: Hi, I'm Dacia Combs. I'm a senior at Grove High School and I plan on playing college soccer.
5: Hi, I'm Josh Carillo and I go to school here.
1: All right, guys. Well, welcome to our segment on Scholars Start Somewhere. Um, our segment is over teenage ticks. These are things that we just noticed that teenagers always do, little habits or things that Sometimes, some of them are obviously concerning, but others are just kind of quirky little funny things that we notice because we see it firsthand every day. And sometimes they're just overlooked. So our goal is to open the conversation between teenagers and adults about
2: what truly has influence over teens' lives. Okay, so our focus question of Teenage Takes is, what affects our community's young adults physically, emotionally, and mentally? Teenagers are our community's future, so we want to address what affects them.
3: The three most common things we as teens in our group either do to occupy our time or have observed others doing or playing video games, spending time on social media, and partaking in legal activities. All of these are, I'd say, addicting for most teens. But if you find a way to like, so for instance, uh, TikTok, instead of like being on it the entire time, you can see three videos over A million views and then you can just stop yourself right there instead of just being on it all hours of the night and then you're find yourself waking or being up at 2 a.m on a school night and then you're not prepared for the next day
1: so colin you have a limit then and a routine for yourself so you're probably not on tiktok more than 30 minutes then
3: no i'd say probably like five max now
1: see and i think that's awesome that like you knew your boundaries and limits and you found something that worked
2: for you Okay. While also still enjoying it. Colin, I found your method very helpful for me. After you told us what you did, <laughs> I did the same thing that you did. And I was on TikTok for maybe 30 minutes at a time. And I did the 3 million likes videos, yeah. And I dropped down my time to 12 minutes. So, good. Thank oh, good. you. Dang, go in. Yeah. You know, I
3: guess I do it for all social media. So Snapchat, I just see everyone's story and then I'm done. But yeah. I have too many people on Snapchat. So like. You find yourself, like, clicking forever. at times, you're, like, clicking forever. You just want to be done. But, like, you got to be like, okay, I'm, like, OCD, so, like, so I have, have to complete. see everything. Yeah. Like, okay. i got to yeah. make sure nothing's left on there.
1: That's true. I'm that way, too. I'm just so because, wrong. like, it's not like, oh, like, in Instagram, it's not like, oh, I have to see everything on my feed. But it's just, like, I think it's because the circles, the ones that are viewed are outlined in purple. And then the ones that aren't are, like, just nothing. And mm. I just want it to all look the same. And Instagram's
3: <laughs> harder because... Sometimes you'll get people that post, post like 30 it. times and you can oh, tell yeah. how small, mm-hmm. it are, small it is and you keep clicking. And then you're like, if you don't like care, it. care about just, them, yeah. you just, yeah. yeah. And then also, um, not all of these are bad other than the illegal stuff, obviously, which I think illegal stuff. If you start, let's say on a drug, I think it is peer pressure usually the first oh, time. And then... Also, people just do it, I think, to be cool because they just think smoke or whatever is cool. a
1: and- need to
4: fit in basis.
1: Or I yeah. think some is, like, curiosity or even thinking, like, it's not going to affect them. Like, they see all the negative effects and they're like, oh, well, that person's dumb. Like, I won't be like that. Or I have control. Like, I'm not going to get addicted kind of thing. And then, like, once they start, they can't stop. And at that point, they don't even realize that, like, oh, I've become one of those people I heard all the stories about,
4: you
3: know? They hate when people are like, oh, you're addicted to something because you're pointing them out on what they're doing. And they just don't see that side of them, I guess. But We as teens want to give people an inside look on effects that we see on a daily basis.
0: Talking about these teenage tick stuff us teenagers tend to do, As teenagers ourselves, we did what We Do Best and posted our poll that we created on Google Forms to social media to get it out to our peers. We used our focus question in the poll with multiple choice answers of gaming, social media, substance use, which includes drinking nicotine or drugs, etc., and other with a blank to fill in.
4: So there were about 111 responses to our poll with about 55.9% voting on social social media as the largest influence. However, there was significant proportion of all answers in most of the others' options, choosing two or more of the listed ones.
5: From personal experience, gaming, social media, and substance use are topics that we found <clears throat> influence teens mentally, physically, and emotionally in both positive and negative ways. They can be a healthy hobby or an unhealthy addiction. So where should be where should the line be drawn?
1: Josh which one of these three topics would you say influences you the most or occupies the most amount of your time?
5: Most likely gaming and social media. There you go. What, so what's social your I gaming I, I would call that an addiction. It would just fill out my time. Social media mm-hmm. was back when I was doing the the musical Mondays, it would just consume I would just consume five hours of my, because uh, I would record them. I would make sure to record them uh, on Sunday nights. I wouldn't go to church on Sunday nights, so to make sure I would have uh, have it recorded on Monday. So
3: that that was an addiction. Yeah. So you're saying you skipped out on church for social to, media for social media to yeah. make a video. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But now. You've addressed that it's an addiction, and you say you don't do that anymore, right? Which is like, go you. You just got to pay attention to those kind of things. So I'm just going to give a little quick introduction over gaming. Now, I personally don't play video games. Does my little brother? Yeah, of course he does because, you know, he's a 13-year-old boy. What else are they going to do? And gaming is one of those things. I think it's always been an influence in teens' lives, like, over the decades. But it's definitely changed with time. You know, once upon a time, gaming was teens hanging out in an arcade all together and arcades close at, you know, a certain time. So everybody would go home. Now, instead of like going to an arcade with your friends, you're joining them online with a network like Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus. And I think it's one of those things as the world of gaming changes, we have to change our conversations and views about it. It's a great way for teens to socialize. Christopher hops on Xbox Live and is meeting up with all his friends to play Fortnite or Minecraft, you know, whatever they may be doing it. Is it not like, does everybody socialize in a different way? Yeah, like that's one of the positives about video games.
3: You can play video games with your friends, like live and stuff. But if it's a nice day, that's where I think being involved outside is a little better than just playing games during the day on a nice day you could be doing things healthier i guess um, like at nighttime, you yeah i understand you feel like, at night yeah. at night playing video games is better than
0: roaming around the city so just don't be a hermit yeah. yeah but i mean at that point as long as it's not a problem i feel like it's more up to the user yeah. whether they want to do something or not like as long as you're not like pushing your family and friends away yeah. as long as you're still spending enough time with them whether it's sunny outside or not, that was probably healthier for you to go outside and be in the sun. I still, me personally, I would leave that up to the person on what makes them happy, what they want to do.
3: And I also agree with with what Taylor said earlier about the socializing. Because, like, for instance, Fortnite, you you can be, like, mic'd up with someone you've never even seen or talked to before. And then you have these, like, conversations with them. And then you like get to know them online. I thought that was pretty cool, like how you can know someone just from a game you've never met them before. You can just have a nice, peaceful conversation while you're playing the game with them. And then if you die, then the anger issues come out, but I mean, <laughs> that's part of the game, I guess.
1: Teach you how to lose graciously. Yeah. <laughs> well, now Emily is gonna do a little quick intro on social media.
2: Okay, so social media has had a recent boom and alarms many people because it has not been present for prior generations. So everyone here would say you have a Snapchat, Instagram, or maybe even Twitter, right? Yes. Right. Okay, so do your parents know what Snapchat is or, like, what Instagram is or Twitter? Yeah. Like, are they familiar with it? Do they have it? Like, My mom
1: would not be able to work. Instagram, or Snapchat, but she is alarmed and aware of both because she is a high school teacher. Yeah. So for her, she's seen the negative side of it, so that part concerns her, but at the same time, she's seen the positives because she knows, like, as a class sponsor, like, that's how we get information out to the class of 2021 about what's going on, Mm -hmm. and she knows,
2: like, you can keep in touch with family and post cute pictures on there, so... (laughs) So, however, social media, as Taylor was saying, allows people to keep in touch with others and easily inform the public of events going on, such as tomorrow, we're going to be out of school tomorrow, we're gonna, we're getting out early, and they informed us with social media, you know? Mm-hmm. So, social media can also lead to body image issues and unhealthy relationships. Have you guys had any personal experiences with this?
3: I've seen people. Like, or, you can or just yeah. Have you, I was, like, I've had, like... Yeah.
1: Friends that have experienced that, but I personally have not, you know, whether it's even like to the point, like they're like the extremes of like someone getting catfished, but then there's even like the little stuff that people don't always see where like a girl scrolling through social media and all of a sudden she starts like degrading herself or beating herself up by comparing someone like, oh my gosh, my legs aren't that long. You know, she's so skinny. She's so pretty. I want this. I want that. But I also think like, I know Daisha has talked to me before about, like, positive influences through social media.
4: Okay, so some positive influences would be, like, is if you were scrolling through uh, social media and, say, a young teenage girl saw, like, maybe um, a model or a workout, um, like, fitness guru or whatever, and they were like, okay, I really, like, look up to them. Like, one day I want to be that good at something, and that gives them that incentive to actually complete And do the workout or, you know, maybe wear that extra nice outfit um, during the week. There's the positive influences and then there's the bad influences. Personally, I don't really look into social media as a bad thing. But that's because I have, like, self-borders within myself. But a lot of people do look at social media as, like, a negative um, outlook on certain things.
3: Okay. Now we're on to substances. Before I even start, I was saying it's a big problem here in our high school.
4: Definitely. yeah. Not it's as big. Yeah.
3: And I it's, think I everyone think it's,
1: partakes in it to a certain extent.
3: Yeah. Not
1: to
4: call anyone out,
3: you know. Yeah, no, I'm not cool <laughs> calling anyone out. I'm just saying, just witnessing it. It's harder now to be able to buy it because it's 21 here in Oklahoma oh, yeah. now. So, like, that's why I think the problem's worse because – you still got teens finding a way to get what they think they need. They don't need it. They just want it because
4: I. It's a habit now. It's a habit. Yeah. Very true.
0: And now it's breaking the law if they're under twenty. Yeah. yeah. So any teens. I mean, it is already breaking the
3: law if you're before eighteen. But now it's twenty one. You're like
0: mm-hmm. I mean,
3: four plus
0: years now. Everyone true. who already developed a habit of it them changing the law, they're yeah. not going to stop. That's so. true. And
1: it was more easily accessible because how many, like there's so many 18 year olds in our high school right now, like Colin, you're 18. Yeah. And so, you know, you could purchase nicotine and you could purchase, you know, tobacco products. But now mm-hmm. that they've raised the, age, raised the age to 21, you have this like outrage of all these high schoolers going like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get my mm-hmm. supply? Do I need to get a get fake ID? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? Because they are hooked.
3: In our area, I don't see a lot of. There's not a lot of people that have fake IDs, but I know like in the Northeast, there's everyone's got a fake ID. If you're under twenty-one but over eighteen, everyone's got a fake ID. Because I went up there and constantly, people were just. I think it's worse up there than it is here, which is still bad here, but. That was a whole different story, because I've never seen more fake IDs in my life. Mm -hmm. But Substance use entails so much more than just cocaine or heroin. We as a group define substance use as putting anything into your body that can harm you mentally, physically, or emotionally. That is either illegal for your age or nationally. For teenagers, it often starts with nicotine, such as a vapor jewel. And now it... See, you can see how that one grows too. It used to be just like a jewel. And now it's, you add on to the Alto, Alto, yeah. whatever that's called.
1: Puff sticks. Yeah. They've got so many different variations of it. And the thing is, is like, I know I've seen in my peers, like, I can tell you who is itching for nicotine based on like their, t- like their ticks. Honestly, like you can watch them. They sit there and like, they'll tap their hand. They get super moody. They're mm-hmm. like totally cranky you know and then they try and sneak it in class all the time or into
4: games or anything it's it's more obvious too because a lot of the people that do do it in our high school even in the hallways you can hear them talk about like man I can't wait to go home after school and Mm -hmm. hit this and do that like at a basketball game I've experienced someone were standing right next to me sitting down and then hitting it and then standing back up in the bleachers in the student section like at least have self-respect and respect for others. Mm-hmm. To like when you do it, I mean, it's just kind of ignorant, in my opinion, to be doing it on, especially on like public property and like it's a school. Like, mm-hmm. and so the fun. fact <laughs>
1: that you think you need it that bad that you can't go the seven hours in a school day yeah. without having it on you. Yeah,
3: that's when it's an addiction because Definitely. your mind is just telling you, "Oh, I need this. I need this." Mm-hmm. And- Like Taylor said, your attitude and behavior just changes a lot.
4: And even before the jeweling and stuff was a thing, we had quite a few, like this is a tobacco product, like dip or Copenhagen or whatever you want to call it. Um, There's a time that one of my science teachers was telling me that she, uh, a trash can was knocked over and there was a water bottle full of spit because of someone uh, dipping, chewing. yeah, And... It was just a really gross story because she had to clean it up and, like, that was a thing. And then it became juuling and vaping with the tricks and stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And, and chewing was a problem in the middle school. school. I remember people going into the bathroom all the time, putting a chew in, whatever, packing yeah. it. <laughs> um, alcohol and marijuana are also issues, too, which marijuana, that's. People say, oh, no one's died from weed, stuff like that it still can harm you. And to, I don't know, just, you shouldn't be able to, just because it doesn't kill you, oh, it doesn't make you stronger, I can tell you that. I don't, yeah. I don't. <laughs>
1: and like, I'm of the personal opinion, I see no need to, and I have no desire to put anything in my lungs. Whether that is chemicals, whether you want to tell me it's a plant from the earth, <laughs> my lungs are made to breathe the air that is on this planet, even if it may be polluted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's another
1: topic. But, um, another topic. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I personally don't see a reason in it, and I don't think it's good for you. And I also think if it alters your state mentally, like if you get high off of it, clearly it's affecting you somehow. You're not able to pass a drug test, so you're not technically safe to be in a workplace. You know, it has a problem.
0: And as teenagers, you should know that, like, a lot of us, like, we're all looking for fun. We can get addicted really easily.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, all it takes. One thing one leads thing, to another. And mm-hmm. you
0: just you just never want to give it up. So you should just be smart enough <clears> to <throat> just not even try it if you feel like you get addicted to it. Josh, you got any
5: um, outlook on this? Uh, addiction substance addiction doesn't just what people that are addicted to they don't look at the people that they affect around them mm-hmm. cuz it affects your kid it'll affect the government cuz the government it's the government sees that it's making money so they'll just legalize it so it'll just be forced down your throat so what about the kids like 10 generations that's coming up like, they're going to see that it's, oh, it's okay to be, it's okay to smoke weed.
1: And I think there's always a changing mindset on what is and isn't okay. Like, a long time ago, cigarettes used to be a big thing. You rarely see people smoking cigarettes now. I mean, you still do. But it's just not as common, especially not in the youth, because everybody's like, ew, a cigarette, why would you never smoke one of those? But, like... People used to, if they had anxiety, people would be like, here, have a cigarette. It'll make you feel better. Now it's, oh, like, you know, you may have all these other problems going on. Why don't you just hit a blunt? Hit a dab
4: pin. You'll feel better. So I think it's just an ever-changing topic. My opinion on marijuana use is would have to be if you abuse it or not. Because, yeah, you can have, like, the bad view on marijuana. But there are the uh, instances where it is, like, good for like medical use but although in our community there's like more than two handful handfuls sto- like dispensaries there's over 15 within like a 15 yeah, mile yeah exactly that's right that's like outrageous because then you know it's super easy also to get a, a medical card here like mm-hmm. i've seen a few posts on social media i just got my card today and they're like not even 18
1: years. Yeah, they're, like,
2: 17 And exhausting. I think like, it's the part outrageous. that's
1: frustrating for me is if somebody is chronically or terminally ill, like, they're struggling, they're going through pain, if that helps them, I want them to be able to have access to that, and I feel like that's why there are medical places and that, like, those right. things are in place. However, like Daisha said, people abuse it all the time. There are so many people, they don't need a medical card. There is no way 15 stores within our little area can be supported and it's not being abused, you know,
5: all of a sudden they need the card. Just, they just got diagnosed with ADHD or some sort of oh crap. Just, it's easy to get di- <laughs> It seems like it's way too easy to
3: get a card. It is yeah.
1: easy it is. to get a card. And, and they abuse you have that. And to decide first. what you're doing with it.
3: Yeah. And also some things like teen drinking are inevitable. So proper practices and conversations should be in place. So like talking to your parents, your parents would rather pick you up from a party than you drink and drive heading home, trying not to be in trouble, trying to hide it from your parents, from them not knowing. So if you talk about this to your parents, because they know the situation you're in. They probably experienced it when they were a teenager too, so...
1: And I think the thing is, is you just have to find that balance because I think teens have the curiosity of what would I be like drunk or all my other friends are at a party and that kind of thing. So I think that open line of communication between a parent and a child is really important because I think that child should be able to say, yeah, mom, like this is where I'm going this is what, yeah, there will be drinking there. And it's even if the child says, I won't be participating in drinking or whatever else, because they honestly may not, but they just want to go experience a party to see what it's like. You don't want to have to go through all the trouble. If these kids are trying to hide their location from their parents. And then they drink for the first time. They get alcohol poisoning. They, whatever happens. And then you're having to go through all these other hoops because they were trying to hide it all along where instead of that parent being able to be there and be supportive, now you have all these other problems that shouldn't have been there in the first place. Not that we're saying it's okay to drink underage or to do drugs, etc., but we understand that it does happen, so we want people to be safe and to be aware that, you know, sometimes as, it does happen. Yeah, and
4: as teenagers ourselves, we want to be able to feel that uh – We'll have that safe escape. And like Taylor said, it's not like, we're not saying it's okay, but as teenagers, we do know like what goes on and what happens. So we, and most, want just want their parents to be there for them.
0: Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope to inform the public of the good and bad effects mentally, physically, and emotionally of gaming, social media, and substance use on our community's teens.